We all have a purpose. We all have significance. And every single day we have to make a choice between whether we're going to walk in faith or allow fear to keep us back. And in this episode, we're going to talk to somebody who knows all about choosing faith over fear because she wrote a book about it. And this episode is going to be motivating, inspiring, and help you to get to action and step in faith. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Maximize Your Brand podcast. I'm so excited that you are with me again this week. I'm always excited, right? Because I love to podcast and I love what it is that I do. And I also totally, totally enjoy the support that you provide me each and every week. Well, this week, we're going to be sharing with you another rewind episode of a guest that I really did enjoy when we did the interview. She is a tremendous leader, somebody who you need to know and somebody you should follow. And one of the reasons why I'm doing some of these rewind episodes is because I know many people are brand new to the podcast and may not have gone all the way back into some of the archives of these interviews. And I don't want you to miss some of the value that I have had up until this point. And so this week, we're going to be talking about choosing faith over fear so that you can step into your purpose. And many days, many days, we are always faced with making the choice. Do we go in faith and pursue the thing that we truly believe in? Or do we allow fear to hold us back from going forward to doing the thing that I call maximizing our brand, maximizing our life, maximizing our potential, doing the things that we know that we have passion for and that we're purposed to do. And this episode is going to be all about helping you to choose faith over fear because we have an opportunity to change our lives each and every day but you have to choose faith. Choose faith over fear. We have another awesome, awesome interview episode for you this week. I have come to know this powerful global leader through one of my mastermind groups that I'm a part of, and I'm excited to be sharing you with her. And so I want to make sure that you are ready to Um, receive some great information, some great content, and also be inspired by my guest today's story. My guest today is Carlisha William, an acclaimed philanthropic leader, U.S. Goodwill Ambassador, Educator, and Social Enterprise Consultant. Carlisha lends her spirit, expertise, and voice as an advocate for women and girls worldwide. As the founder of Women Empowering Nations, a nonprofit devoted to the educational and economic empowerment of girls, Carlisha has solidified herself as one of the most significant and influential world shakers of her generation. Carlisha's vision for Women Empowering Nations is fueled by her personal passion 
to give every girl the space to believe in herself, chase her dreams, and magnify her voice. She took her first step on her path towards purpose in the Gambia in 2009, where she met 30 girls who would shift the trajectory of her life and theirs, along with an entire nation. Additionally, Carlisha is the author of Choosing Faith Over Fear, 14 Days of Life-Changing Lessons. The breakthrough book, released in November of 2015, is a powerful, inspirational work for dream chasers who are ready to stretch beyond limits, burst through barriers, and relentlessly pursue their calling. So without prolonging the introduction and without furthering this anticipated interview, let us now welcome Carlisha Williams. Welcome, Carlisha. Thank you so much, Markeith. I'm happy to be here with you today. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Carlisha, we usually share a theme for every podcast, and this podcast will be no different. And I actually took the title of your book and made this podcast episode that theme. And so today's theme is Choose Your Faith Over Your Fear. Amen. Yes, choosing faith over fear. It's definitely been a, a theme of my life. And honestly, a motivation in writing the book. So I'm excited to speak to you guys today on that concept and share a little bit about my story and myself to inspire your audience. Awesome. Well, Carlisha, we did do a brief introduction of who you are. Why don't you go ahead and help us learn more about you by diving just a little bit deeper and letting us know who you are and how you show up in the world each and every day. Well, I appreciate the introduction. I am very much so a social entrepreneur who is irrationally passionate about developing leaders whose influence can be felt around the world. And I have built an organization that was founded in 2009, Women Empowering Nations. And truly, while the organization works to uplift girls and women to help them as global leaders and to expand their impact and influence, it was also a piece of my personal story in struggling with self-esteem as a child and desiring mentors who were mirrors to my potential and the lack of having that growing up in a predominantly white environment that pushed me to found Women Empowering Nations with a lens on empowerment of girls of color, both here in the United States and also in Africa. So a lot of my work has been fueled from the choice to choose faith over fear time and time again on my journey. I'm also very passionate about education. I work as an executive director of a charter school network in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So I'm an advocate for public school, especially urban education systems, and what we can do as a community to better support all of our children in learning and thriving. Wow, what an awesome, awesome story. You know, and one of the reasons why I started this particular podcast, because it's very important to me that we as individuals and we as a culture really stand firm and believe in the fact that we all have a significant purpose that we need to carry out in this world. And one of my favorite quotes that I use as the foundation of my business as well as the podcast is a quote that I learned from the late Dr. Miles Monroe. And he says that the greatest tragedy in life is life without purpose, life with no direction. Moreover, he says that the greatest failure in life is to be successful at the wrong assignment. And when I thought about that and I thought about my own personal life and thought about how 
I could be more on purpose in my life and be on assignment. Podcast was one of the results of my doing my own introspective work. And it's important to me to always ask my guests on the show to tell the listening audience why is it important to you to step into your purpose and really know what your purpose is so that you can carry out the type of work that you do each and every day. You know, I, I really take a lot from that quote. And I, I love the concept of recognizing the success at the things that truly matter. I think about my sister who was diagnosed with cancer in, in 2001. And she was in her late 20s at the time. And throughout her life and her struggle as she fought and battled this illness and really was standing strong and in the gap in her faith and her love for her family she taught me so many things. And from watching her live her life and advocate, I saw within her the drive for me to activate my purpose. You know, I've always known that working with girls and women has been a passion of mine, but Keisha really wanted me to act on it in the now. And while she lost her battle to cancer two years ago, I remember distinctly those moments where she would tell me, Carlisha, you know what you want to do go after it, run after your dream. And, and through really seeing her transition and her looking to me to pass on that zest and zeal to live life on purpose and to do it right now, activated more inside of me, not just to run my race with Women Empowering Nations, but to also be that voice for other people that Keisha was to me. You know, I think that oftentimes we're, we're thinking about what we have to do to get by every day and when we have to go to work to pay these bills, that it's very rare that people stop and ask, what do I want to be remembered for? Hmm. What will people say about me when I'm gone? And I think about the things that I say about my sister and the impact that she has for me every single day, even in writing my book and sharing my truth and being very authentic. That stemmed from her role in my life. And she has allowed for me to live on in her legacy, but also to amplify that message to the masses. Wow. How do you want to be remembered in your life when your time comes, when your time comes to an end? Will you have a legacy that will be remembered for touching lives and changing individuals? Or will you be remembered at all? That is an awesome, awesome quote, an awesome experience to really connect to. Because it mm -hmm. forces you to think about your life. It forces you to think about how fleeting life can be. It forces right. you to think about what true impact will you make in this world. Thank you for sharing that with us. Absolutely. So knowing your own purpose and knowing the business that you currently have, how has that enhanced uh, your passion and enhanced your effort towards really making a difference in the world? Well, you know, knowing that my passion has really been wrapped up with girls and building these bridges and connections beyond borders. It also has been a piece for me to be an advocate for other individuals to unlock their purpose, to equip them with the skills, the tools, and the resources necessary to launch their organizations for social change. I think that so often people have asked me, can I pick your brain on this? Or can you help me with starting and activating my organization? I've seen what you're doing. How do I do it? 
And so what evolved from me helping people on the side and, and me continuing to do it myself was also a business as a social enterprise consultant where I give people the tools, the resources to launch their organization. You know, I started off and I started fumbling through, figuring it out on my own along the way. And it can be done, but it is also so much easier to learn from someone else's mistakes and also to learn the tricks and tools of the trade. So my purpose has just evolved from having my own organization, but also now I've been in a position where I've impacted the lives of over 15,000 people from activating other social entrepreneurship causes. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, Carlisha, I'm glad that you brought up some of the work that you're doing through your business. Let's talk a little bit about Women Empowering Nations. What was the impetus and the catalyst to starting such an organization? Well, Women Empowering Nations was founded in 2009. And really, to me, it was one of those opportunities where our pain transforms into our purpose. I distinctly remember growing up in Tulsa, predominantly white environment, where I had struggles with just my difference of embracing who I was, understanding who I was in a society that did not share my ethnic background. And so I thought about those pieces that I long for at times of knowing where I had come from or having that connection historically to something more than what was taught to me in school, which was just slavery. Mm. So Women Empowering Nations really allowed for young women to not only be mentored by women who shared their own experiences and their own ethnic background, but Women Empowering Nations also provides opportunities for girls from the United States to travel abroad to West and East Africa and to connect and build relationships beyond borders and understand themselves in a deeper way. So for the organization to grow and evolve how it has, it's also answered that call within my life and those question marks that I once had growing up to be that change in the life of other women. Being that change in the life of other women, why was it important for you to expose the young ladies to these opportunities abroad? Really going abroad for me is a a piece for the young girls to have exposure. You know, exposure expands expectations. We're taking young women who have, let alone to travel outside of their own city, but their own state and especially the country and exposing them to what else is possible in the world around them, watching them through their eyes when they build these connections beyond borders, when they're seeing education in a developing country, the value that they place on the experiences and the opportunities that they have back in the United States. I've watched young women who were completely disengaged in school, who lacked that desire and commitment to open their eyes and see their role, not just as a citizen in the United States, but on a global scale of how they can be more and do more in their career path and be ambassadors for change through the relationships they've established with African women. So it's just a, a really an honor to watch it. And we have a documentary of this experience that gives our donors, our viewers, the chance to experience it with us. And it was called The World They Knew. It was an award-winning documentary entered into many film festivals across the United States. And it's available now for everyone to view at www.twtk.org. Awesome. I like that quote you said, exposure expands expectations. That is really good. So I always like to ask every guest on the show, 
this one question. And I asked this question because a lot of times people only get to see us in our successes. They get to see us doing the thing that we love and being excited about it, but they don't always get to hear about the obstacles and the challenges that we've had to overcome in order to get to those places. And so what's been the biggest obstacle that you've had to overcome in following this passion of yours? Well, I'd say that there's definitely been many obstacles along the way. The process has not been easy, but one that has stood out to me as a lesson throughout my entire journey that I apply in my job, in my nonprofit, in my experience in coaching other people. It occurred when I first started Women Empowering Nations. I had graduated from graduate school, got on a plane, went to the Gambia, West Africa, where the organization launched. And I went there for our first literacy and empowerment program for young girls. When we started, I came with a a small team and we were ready to teach. We had got best practices from the United States. We planned the curriculum, the activities. We were so excited. And so the first day came and the little girls were walking When I saw him coming around the corner, my stomach was filling with butterflies, but I was anxious to get to all of these things that I had prepared to offer them. And in that first day, I realized that I had come to teach them, but I had so much to learn. Even though this was an English-speaking country, I had done the research on, on what was best for students to learn in the United States, I realized in that first day that The best practices from the U.S., the books that I had, it wasn't culturally relevant to these young women. I had come with my mindset of how I was going to fix the problem when I had yet to study and to learn and understand who I was serving. It changed my entire mindset around going abroad or even going into communities to serve. Oftentimes we think we have all the answers, but yet we must first make ourselves a student before becoming the teacher. And that night I had two more weeks to spend with these girls. And I realized in that first day, I needed to wipe out all of this curriculum. I need to start over. So I had called on some friends that lived in the Gambia I had a couple of educators meet me back at my hotel that evening, and we redid the entire curriculum. We brought in examples and the readings of Gambian women who had been successful and been leaders so that the girls could have the opportunity to connect with women who were of their ethnic background as well. But the biggest lesson in that moment for me was to really understand, to study, to know, and to be able to serve the population that I was seeking to support. It doesn't always come from my best practices, but from listening, from understanding their needs and building a fit for all of us to win and to be successful. So in this journey of social entrepreneurship, I think that I meet and run across a lot of clients who want to serve on a larger scale. They want to do big things, but I strongly encourage the first step is to truly understand the problem understand the resources necessary to best serve the population that we're seeking to help. Understand the problem and then understand the tools or the curriculum or whatever is needed to best serve those who you're called to serve. Great advice. Great advice. Now, turning to the period of the show where we begin to really provide valuable content and 
strategies for those who are listening who really are ready to make the shift into their own opportunity and really becoming more alignment with their own personal passion and purpose. What advice would you give to the listener who is saying, I really want to do more with my life. I'm really ready to step into my greatness, really ready to be in alignment with why I believe I was created. Where does someone start if they know they're not really living out their purpose? I think that first of all, being at that point where you recognize that you're not really living out your purpose, many people get frustrated right there in that space. But that is the opportunity for you to turn on what it means to live life on purpose. You're you're really in a great space. And for people that are in that space, I strongly encourage them to begin to write out a 90-day plan. Often we get so consumed by how many things we could be doing or what is possible, but thinking about a backwards plan. So I was an educator and naturally at the beginning of the school year, what we do is look at all the standards we have to cover and we create a a plan. We know what's going to be on the test. And so we build backwards to what we're teaching every month. And so what I encourage someone to do, if you figured out I'm not living life on purpose, this is where I want to be, start creating a plan for getting those steps to the next level. Start thinking about, you know, what what areas do I need to develop? I went to a professional development session and they asked us to name one, one weakness. What is one thing that we can strengthen about ourselves right now in this moment that will accelerate our path towards our purpose or our path towards starting that business or that organization? Figure out what that one key lever is starting off and make plans to strengthen yourself. And for some people, it might be, I need to launch this LLC and I need to get the tools and tips so that I can get started. So in your first 90 days, that's what it might look like. It might look like starting the nonprofit organization, or it might look like starting the Facebook community so that you can reach the individuals that you want to serve. But it all begins with a plan. I think that when you put things in writing and especially when it's in your own handwriting and you're writing that vision over your life and looking back and holding yourself accountable, that's the first step for God to unlock those doors and for you to be prepared when the opportunity meets you. I like that. What's one thing you can hone, one thing that you can strengthen that will accelerate your success or your steps towards reaching the goal? Awesome, awesome, awesome. You're doing really good, Carlisha, (laughs) and helping everyone really begin to understand what does it really mean to live inside your purpose? What does it really mean to uh, activate your brilliance and master it and really begin to take the steps towards what it is that you say that you want in life? One of the things that you've done um, over the past year or a couple of years is you've written a book. Let's talk a little bit about your book and share maybe some of the top lessons that one would receive from the book, which is entitled, let me find it in my show notes here. Choosing Faith Choosing Over Fear. Faith Over Fear, 14 Days of Life-Changing Lessons. Let's talk a little bit about that. What inspired you to write that book? Well, what inspired me to write the book is really uh, the concept that oftentimes people see your highlight reel. 
They see the success. They see what has happened in your life. But in rare moments, do people actually get to go behind the scenes and see what led up to that? And for me, I truly believe that all of the things that have transpired in my life or are for God's glory and for God to truly get the glory, people have to know the story behind that glory and the tests that come through these testimonies, right? And so Choosing Faith Over Fear is a book that goes through three key areas of our lives. And in the beginning of the book, I focus in on our relationships and how relationships impact how we view ourselves. Then we shift over into our own self-efficacy, what we believe about ourselves, what we believe that we're capable of doing, and as a result, what we are able to do because of the message that we're sending to ourselves. And lastly, in the book, it talks more about unlocking your purpose. So once you have decided what that idea is, what it looks like for you to put your faith in motion, the motivation and the inspiration to take those steps to get there. And the book closes out with 52 weeks of affirmations because we go through these 14 days and people are feeling strong in it. There's journal questions and you're ready to go. But I don't want to leave readers after 14 days. So I'm with you along that journey for the rest of the year to help you to continue to choose faith over fear. Choose faith over fear. If there was one major lesson that someone pulled away out of the entire book. One major lesson. Because sometimes we try to take as much as possible when sometimes it's best if we could pull one thing from it and apply it just to see if it will work in our lives. What would be one major lesson that someone could pull out of the book that you believe would help change and shift their life? One major lesson and a key theme in the book uh, is really to continue to choose faith and continue to choose yourself. Often we think that once we make the decision to go on the interview for the job, or once we walk through the door, that we've arrived and we've made it. And there are several stories in this book and questions that probe and dig deeper about really the message that we are sending to ourselves. I know that for me personally, I started my journey in executive management in my late 20s as a young African-American woman who sat at the table oftentimes with older Caucasian men. And even though I had the skill set to get the job and I knew, you know, I had what it took to be at the table, there were so many moments where I continued to doubt myself and the story that I was telling me about what other people might be thinking about me diminished my ability to stand up and to use my voice continuing to choose faith, continuing to choose myself and to trust that God had placed me in that position for a reason. You know, many times it is that narrative that we feed into our own brains. And so in choosing faith over fear, I'm taking readers on a journey to choose you, to believe in yourself and to be equipped for when God opens that door and when all he wants is a yes, you'll have the faith to carry forward on that journey. I like that. Choosing your voice, standing inside your authentic self and saying, I choose me. Are you ready to declare that I choose me? Are you ready to choose faith over fear? Most often than not, we choose fear. 
and we allow fear to dictate to us what's possible in our lives. We allow fear, which I have adopted the acronym of fear, being that experience that we have that's false evidence appearing real. Fear is and does exist. But the scripture tells us that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So are you willing to choose power, love, and a sound mind versus choosing fear? Thank you so much, Carlisha, for sharing that with us. We're going to take a quick 30-second break, and we'll be right back with podcast as we interview Carlisha Williams of Women Empowering Nation. Are you a corporate executive or career professional who's ready to take your life back, ready to take your time back, and you've thought about becoming a coach, a speaker, a trainer, or consultant in your own business? Well, I want to invite you to schedule a brand maximization discovery session so that I can help you to uncover that expertise and learn how to properly package yourself in an online-based business. I'm Markeith Brayton, personal brand strategist and master lifestyle coach who's all about helping corporate executives and career professionals to maximize and monetize their personal brand online so they can create a location-free business and live the life that they crave. What I know for sure is that you want to be doing something that's fulfilling and that's exciting and that provides great value to the world. You want to make a greater impact on the lives of individuals. And you know that if you keep doing what you've always done, you'll always get the results that you've always got. So schedule a brand maximization discovery session by going to my website, markeithbrayton.com forward slash consultation. That's markeithbrayton.com forward slash consultation. And let's maximize and monetize your personal brand. Welcome back. and Thank you for listening to today's episode with Carlisha Williams, who is the founder and CEO of Women Empowering Nations, as well as the author of Choosing Faith Over Fear, 14 Days of Life-Changing Lessons. We're going to go ahead and go into our shift zone where we ask some laser-focused questions and our guests will give us a response uh, that is succinct and that is quick. So, Carlisha, are you ready to go into our shift zone? I am ready. You are ready. What is one ritual or practice you have to stay motivated in life and in work? Prayer every morning on the way to work. Prayer every morning on the way to work. At what point did you realize you could truly turn your passion and your purpose into a business? July of 20. 16. All right. What July, that's wrong. That's wrong. Okay. It was July of 2015. I'm sorry. All right. July of <laughs> 2015. The future. Gotcha. I think that what happened in that moment for me was beginning to operate in the zone and launching a business over the concepts that people often ask me 
to pick my brain for or give them a little bit of help, Mm -hmm. but really systematizing what I did to be successful and allowing for other people to benefit from that. What's one online resource, tool, website, or app that has enhanced your productivity? Hootsuite. Hootsuite. And what does Hootsuite do? Well, it actually schedules my posts. So I love to still give out content to individuals and to my community on Facebook. But Hootsuite cuts down the time of me doing it every day. I can plan it out on my Sundays and I can still deliver high quality content to my following. Awesome. What is one book outside of the Bible that has had the biggest impact on you? Draw the Circle by Mark Batterson. It is an incredible book. Draw the Circle by Mark Batterson. Batterson. Draw the Circle by Mark Batterson. What are you currently reading now? I am currently reading Going Global for Greater Good. It's a book about nonprofit organizations and their launch to various countries. Going Global. For greater good. For greater good. Mm. I like the name of that. (laughs) What do you do when you're not changing the world? (laughs) (laughs) When I'm not changing the world, you can probably find me on a beach. I love to travel. Love, love, love to travel. Um, I like to spend time with friends. And most of my friends live in all different places. So that involves traveling, too. And I also love to be involved with children. So volunteering, working after hours at the school where I'm at, doing tutoring. I love to let that light spark for kids as well and be a support in that area. What would be one thing that most people don't know about you? One thing that most people don't know about me is that I was a competitive gymnast for 12 years. So I started competing in gymnastics when I was six years old and did it all the way up until I was 18. So I'm a trained competitive gymnast. A trained competitive gymnast. She didn't just say she was a gymnast. She said I was competitive. (laughs) Yes, yes, I was. Got you. What's one exciting thing going on in your business right now that you're excited about that you're working on? One exciting thing that's going on right now is um, a product that's coming out called Leadership Launch, helping leaders to discover their own irrationally passionate lifestyle. And I'm really excited about this because I'm taking people on the journey that I went on to actually discover my purpose, to unlock those doors and those layers from being that person with big dreams, big ideas. And you, you know, a lot of people see that potential in you, but you know, deep down in your heart that there is something more for you to do. There's, there's a greater purpose. And so this product is allowing for individuals to go on that journey, to utilize many resources, to narrow their focus, and to set fire to their personal mission in making decisions, whether it be professionally or launching their business, that are aligned to their long-term goals. So I'm really excited about getting that out this month. Awesome. So let's do some vision casting. Ten years from now, you look back and you will say. Ten years from now, I will look back and I will say, that through my social enterprise consultancy, I have helped organizations impact the lives of over a million people. I will say that God has given me a platform to touch multitudes through speaking, through writing, and through teaching that would have never been possible 
unless I had made the decision to choose me and to say yes. Great job. Great job. Well, we have come to the end of this episode, and I want to ask Carlicia to give us some parting words on whatever she wants to share to encourage you and to inspire you to make the shift, to live inside your purpose, and to do the work that you love. Carlicia. Well, first of all, it's been an honor to be on the show, and it's great to connect with your audience. And the one thing that I would end with is for everyone listening to understand that unlocking your purpose is is really so much bigger than you. It's bigger than me. It's bigger than all of us. Because ultimately, at that moment when you unlock your purpose, there are so many more people who are able to unlock theirs because you choose to do so. So taking the time to focus in, making that shift in your life is critical because it will have a ripple effect on the lives of many. I pray that you all continue to choose faith over fear. And I want for you to go on that journey and and choose those 14 days to unlock your power, your purpose, and your potential. And I'd love to give you all a free gift to help you to choose faith over fear. If you visit www.faithoverfear.me, M-E, You can sign up there to join the 14-day challenge where you'll have motivation and resources to help you to make that jump and choose faith over fear. Awesome. Go ahead and repeat that website for that free gift one more time. It is faithoverfear.me. Faithoverfear.me. Carlisha, why don't you go ahead and share with the listening audience how they can stay in contact with you via social media and or your website? Sure. So you can stay in contact with me by visiting www.carlisha.com. That's C-A-R-L-I-S-H-A. You can also find me on Periscope, on Twitter, on Instagram at Carlisha Speaks. C-A-R-L-I-S-H-A-S-P-E-A-K-S. And I'm also on Facebook under Carlisha Williams. What a great episode with Carlisha. Isn't she a powerful woman? I tell you, she is doing some great things in the world today. Well, I want to thank you for joining me again for another Maximize Your Brand episode. I'm always excited that you're supporting me and you're listening each and every week. If you are new and have not subscribed to the Maximize Your Brand podcast, I want to invite you to go subscribe in iTunes or your favorite podcast platform because we are uploading new episodes each and every week and I want you to subscribe and not miss an episode. Also leave a review. Let me know what you thought about this particular episode or any of the other episodes that you have listened to because I always like to go back and read those reviews and see where I can improve, see what shows you really enjoyed. And also, you know, it helps me to prepare for that next week or to prepare for the remaining of the year in order to create to create some new episodes that I feel like will be very valuable. Well, once again, thank you for joining me for this episode. And I look forward to uploading a brand new episode next week that will be valuable, that will help you to move your brand forward, move your life forward, move your personal development to its next level so that you can realize the life that you desire and live it out 
to your fullest potential. Until next week, just remember this. Always shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded. Thank you.